Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We're recording. Recording. We're back again. Hello, everyone. <laughs> well, welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. Where two black ass girls invade the whitest show on earth, The Bachelorette. The Bachelorette. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And it's hometown this <laughs> week. Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> Um, it was a good episode. It was a bizarre mm-hmm. ending, but a good episode. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> per usual, you know, we should yeah. just expect to break down every episode now. So. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, what were your initial thoughts? So my first thought, and I just want to bring it to the top of this episode, that we must shout out the U.S. women's soccer team for oh, being the baddest bitches on the planet. Yes. Okay. I Ever. actually watched. I don't watch soccer. I don't know oh, anything about this Oh, I went into the, the city world. and had a whole brunch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like a whole thing. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Very inspiring. Oh, so, so good. They have... I was telling people this i feel like they have been the best team in the world since we were like five yes usa women's soccer <laughs> i know nothing about yeah. soccer nothing about what the fuck is going on with the world cup or anything nope. but i do know usa women's soccer fucking rules yeah yeah so shout out to them because mia ham is not still playing and neither is hope solo like they have rotated team members yeah, and they are like, still the best team still in the crushing world. it that's awesome yep love them um, back to the Bachelorette. Yes. <laughs> um, I have never seen a hometown where they have to convince the lead to be in love with the kid. <laughs> Wait, which one are you that talking about? That was Luke's hometown. Oh, Luke. Oh, yeah, obviously. Yes. <laughs> they were like, you know, he's not usually like this. Oh, like, my God. That's not. I've never seen that personally. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so that was interesting. Um, and then just really missing Mike. Just really wanted to see a hometown for Mike. God, I um, traded fucking Luke's lame ass hometown for I a Mike know. hometown. God damn it. I know. Um, and last thought about the ending. This girl is so afraid to not get married that it's clouding her judgment between the two worst contestants on the whole show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, 
Down to the two fucking duds, and you can't make a decision between either of them. So let's just so keep you going. take both. Oh god, I can't. I can't. And it's no shocker that they were the two at the end that she was deciding. Oh between. yeah. Mm-hmm. A mess. What do you think, friend? Um, agreed. Same. Very bizarre. Bizarre ending. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really the ending really brought to light the biggest flaw in this show which is the whole time crunch mm, and how yeah. every week you're spending time talking about fucking nothing. <laughs> and then suddenly <laughs> you're down to four. You have to send one home and you are starting to actually feel like feel something for these people. But then you're being forced to send home someone who you haven't even really gotten a full fleshed out chance with. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's like you're, it sucks. You're, you're always sending somebody home prematurely who like in actual real worlds could probably be like the one for you, but in this mm-hmm. like weird time warp of a vacuum, you might not have had an extra 20 minutes to talk with them or some shit. And so mm-hmm. you feel less connected or whatever the bullshit, but <laughs> it makes me wonder how many past relationships from the show could have really worked if the lead had more time. Mm-hmm. Like had they... Sure. Like, one, I feel like a lot of final decisions, like final roses, might not have gone to those to the people that it was chosen, like yeah. who it actually got. Um, because with each week, you do learn a little bit more with people. So, like, you do, like, every little second counts with someone that, like, let's say you had one extra one-on-one date with someone. It could change oh, yeah, the whole... Huge. Yeah, you can totally change the whole outcome of the show. Mm-hmm. So... It also made me think of like all the changes that they all the changes they could make on this show if they really gave a shit about people finding lasting love. <laughs> mm. Which they don't because they're trying to make no. money and it's all about this fairy tale. <laughs> <laughs> but like if they actually gave a shit and wanted people to like have a real almost real life chance at dating someone or real life um version of dating someone. Mm-hmm. Um they would not have as many people at the start. It wouldn't be 30 people. No. They'd cut it down. There'd be more one-on-one dates, smaller group dates, mm-hmm. less fairy tale mm-hmm. dates, and more just like actual sit down and like hang out dates. Yep. Maybe yep. more like hometowns is the first time we actually meet someone from the other person's side. If this whole time they've been in a vacuum, but maybe they do more interaction with like family, like bring a friend Mm. or have like a random one-on-one date where like their best friend from home shows up or something like yes it just made me think of like all the different changes that they could do to the show to make it more realistic but they're not and so here we are again at the end similar to like colton and what's her Mm -hmm. face cassie got to the end she don't know what the hell's going on he don't know what the hell's going like they both don't know (laughs) what the hell to do (laughs) here we come again hannah she's at the end four people who she's barely had any fucking time with and now she has to send one Mm -hmm. home and she obviously doesn't know who to send home because she don't know none of these guys from a can of paint (laughs) so (laughs) it's just it, it really this episode in particular just really illuminated like that big flaw in the show which is at the which is the very crux of the show Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, and especially by this time, they're all like, I'm falling in love with you at the minimum. Yeah, which <laughs> that's the wild thing. <laughs> at the very minimum, they're all at the stage of, like, allegedly saying or feeling as if they're falling in love, and yet mm-hmm. we all know how crazy this time crunch is, and she can't even decide who to send home, 
But yeah, y'all are yeah. so sure that you're in love. It's, it's wild. You know what? Everyone did that except Cassie. Casey? Cassie? Cassie. Last Yeah, Cassie was not saying nothing to nobody because she ain't no. saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't even going to try to say I'm in love or I don't remember what she did last season. She was just like, I'm so happy you're here. <laughs> and it's not you, it's me. She did that. She definitely did yeah, the whole it's not you, that. it's me yeah. foolishness at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so another... Oof. Another bizarre ending, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's that's initial thoughts. Um, yeah. As always, shout out to our Patreon crew. Love you guys. We are still growing, which is wild. It's just mm-hmm. wild to think there's people that have been here since we started the season, and there's people who are somehow learning about us and are now like joining right. today. <laughs> yeah, wild. And people who listen to us like back during RE season or like Bachelor Winter yes. Games or something. Shout out to the day ones who've been there since mm-hmm. RE season. I, every now and then, go back and listen to those seasons just to give myself a laugh because I right. <laughs> personally think our first season is one of the funniest because we mm-hmm. did not give a fuck. <laughs> not a single one. Because we didn't not think anybody one. would listen to this shit anyway. No. <laughs> And then Ari was so fucking dusty. It was fresh yeah, off of our, was. like, Rachel Lindsay high. It was, yeah. it was such an amazing season. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, if you're new to Patreon, go back on iTunes or anywhere, and you can listen to our first yeah. season or any season. Um, yeah, have some fun. Uh, but as always, rate, review, subscribe. Hit us up on Twitter. We live tweet every Monday at the handle number two, black, no, the number two, BLK girls, the number one, Rose. And you can email us at the number two black girls, the number one rose at gmail.com. Um, sorry, I just laughed because my brother texted me. Jed's family wasn't even trying. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't. <laughs> First of all, I didn't even know he was still watching this bullshit. Second of all, so random. <laughs> like Okay. That's his initial thought. That's his initial thought. <laughs> Shout out to my brother. Um, but yeah, <laughs> we're also on Facebook and Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. The number two black girls, number one, Rose. Tag us in your story. Share us with the world. We keep growing the Patreon because you guys keep sharing us with everybody. So yes. shout out to all of you. Um, yeah. So, of course, before we go into the recap, Justine. I know you have some lovely church announcements. Church announcements? Yes, I do. Take us to church. Um, so th- the first most important one is that today, tonight, we will be having a live Q&A. Oh, so, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> forgot about that. Totally, totally, you know. It's okay. Segwayed. Segway. Segway yes. right in. Live stream. Um, it's our monthly live stream for all our Patreon uh, patrons. Patrons? patrons yes tonight at eight um so tonight at 8 p.m um we are the pregame to the espies so we'll be there with ashley spivey which is really exciting she'll be on camera with us um having a good time doing Q and a Q&A, mm-hmm. chatting it up you can ask her and us any questions any questions about new york city personal lives um work stuff whatever you want um and there's a poll right now up on instagram that's usually the best way to do it or you can dm us or send us a message somehow 
Mm-hmm. Um, and in order to get to the Q&A, you're going to go to Get Vocal. That's G-E-T-V-O-K-L.com. And um, just log in with your Patreon info and we'll be there in mm-hmm. your face. Yep. Um, same with the app as well. So if you have the Get Vocal app, it's the same thing. Yes. Join us for the live stream. Last month's was really fun. Yeah. We mm-hmm. ate dinner in front of everybody and <laughs> talked yeah. about random shit from college. I don't even know. <laughs> like a bunch of random Yeah, no, we played a fun game. It was fun. Played some games. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So join us on, uh, you know, join us tonight. I keep saying on Wednesday. It is yeah. Wednesday. Join us tonight with Ashley Spivey. It's going to be a good time. Mm -hmm. Send us your questions. Um, Okay, back to the church announcements. (laughs) Regular church announcements. Um, So shout out to everybody who received and took action and did better for your escape to Wakanda moment this week. (laughs) That was not Wakanda. We got some hilarious ones in the Twitter mentions tonight. Um, My favorite happened to be Escape to the Gay Club. That happened to be my favorite one. That was very Damn. tickled me. Um, but you guys are hysterical, so you guys had some good ones. Um, also, shout out to Mike for posting his family on IG, because that's the kind of petty oh, shade that I live for. <laughs> he did? I didn't his, even see that. Uh, mm-hmm, he posted his whole family, like a 10-slide shot. I didn't even know he could post that many pictures in one <laughs> Instagram post Aww. of his whole family and how they're not perfect, but they're his queens and all of this. So, mm, you know, cute. hopefully we'll meet them next season. I next know. January. Oh, I'm looking at it now. <laughs> they're so nice. Isn't it cute? This would have been a fun hometown. I know. And he has a nice car, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as you guys go in your email, shout out to Lisa, Jamie, Lex, um, and Lara. Lara loved seeing pictures of your horses. Anybody who has pictures of animals, we love seeing your animals. Um, so we, we? <laughs> okay, fine. I love seeing them. Kidding. So I much. love animals, but this Especially. is all just seeing you. I know. I have a little nuts. Um, <laughs> um, so if you want to shed some love, if you want to um, vent about Luke P, if you, whatever you want to do, email us at twoblackgirlsonerose.com at, e- at gmail.com. Yeah. And that's it for the church announcements. Nice. We do get a lot of vent, like Luke P vent emails, I will say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot mm-hmm. of subject lines. Fuck Luke P or Luke P mess or my thoughts on Luke P. That's a yeah. heavy, heavy. Or thing. my ex-husband, Luke P's doppelganger. Yeah, yeah my ex <laughs> reminds me of Luke P. We get a lot yeah. of Luke P um, yeah. venting emails for sure. Um, cool. That's it for church announcements. That's um, it. Yep. I don't have any Bachelor Nation news. Ain't shit really happening in the world. So yeah, we just going to go right into this juicy recap. Let's go. All right, so it's time for hometowns. We have Tyler, Jed, Peter, and Luke P. Mm-hmm. Personally, going into this hometown, I didn't know who the fuck was going to go home because yeah. it seemed like she was very neck and neck with each of these guys. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I was looking forward to this one to see, just intrigued to see what the hell was going to play out. Um, you know, we ha- I don't really know what Hannah's non-negotiables are. Nope, don't know shit. Okay, yeah, just making sure we're all on the same page. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if we knew that, that would have helped me feel a little bit more, like, leaning towards one way or the yeah. other on, ho- on hometowns, but 
she seems to just be getting along great with all four. So like, I don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, we open up in Westlake Village, California, which is Peter's hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, and she runs and meets Peter. They're in this like beautiful, like a fucking botanical garden or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, I was going to say park, but it's more than that. Yeah. And Hannah, she's saying, you know, Peter's so sweet. I see his genuine excitement every time he's with me. Um, when I was little playing with my Barbie dolls, Peter is the man I pictured myself with. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, Peter is very, like, cookie-cutter textbook. Mm-hmm. I don't even, like, Prince Charming, I guess. Um, Not even Prince Charming. Like, I can't see him rescuing me type of situation. Yeah. <laughs> Or, like, sweeping me off of my feet, but, like, promise to take care of me and he'll do it, you know? Right. <laughs> like, he's you just a sure safe thing. and assured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, so they meet up, they go for a walk, and then they hop into his very expensive uh, looking <laughs> Mercedes class. Yeah, Cooper sports car type mm-hmm. thing. I don't know about cars, mm-hmm. but it looked very expensive. Or it could be an S class, even. It was nice. It was really nice. Um, mm. At first, I was like, oh, is this like a bachelor car that they gave them? And it was like, no, this was his yeah. actual car. Uh-huh. This yep. is Peter's personal car. So, okay, Peter, we see you. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they're driving the car, Hannah, she starts going through his, um, what do you call it, like a console? console? Yeah. Main console, yeah. And, you know, she's snooping, digging around. She finds mm-hmm. a box of mints, and then she finds, like, this little Jesus prayer card. Mm-hmm. And then she finds a condom <laughs> right beneath that Jesus card. <laughs> right. She had me dying. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And Peter was obviously, like, a bit embarrassed, but, you know, mm-hmm. practice safe sex. Can't fault you. I feel like condoms for guys are like tampons for girls. Like, they just always have, they just one, have them around, like lying yeah. around. And <laughs> I, I see nothing wrong with that. Be me safe. Either. I see nothing. I feel like some girls would be like, oh, my God, what are you doing with this? And it's like... I like the way you put it. It's like tampons for girls. We always kind of have one yeah. laying around. Guys, they, yeah. they out here. And it so, could be an emergency. Maybe your friend needs one. Mm-hmm. You never know. You never know. Practice safe sex, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so they drive to an... It's like an airport, hangar, tarmac. I don't know the terms. See, you had no more than me because <laughs> hangar, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I think I think a hangar is like where they keep the planes. So it was like oh. the outside of a hangar, but like the tarmac, you know, buzzwords, throwing out these buzzwords. There are, <laughs> yeah, there are sometimes on this podcast when I really look back and I'm like, damn, you know broke real well because what you don't know nothing about this type of dating. <laughs> no. Like, I don't know nothing about this. Uh, airplane <laughs> dates, getting picked up yeah. on a private jet? Mm-hmm. Nah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Happy hour. Drinks. That's all. <laughs> That's all we know. <laughs> Two for one drink specials. That's about all we can afford. <laughs> oh, um, so, yeah, they drive to the airport. We see this little plane sitting there, um, which is Peter's plane. And he says that they're going to go, you know, flying around. Mm-hmm. I. I'm a very adventurous person, but these little planes freak me out. Yeah. I don't know if I'll yeah, get in this one. Tough. Yeah. Yeah. People die in these planes all the time. 
big ass commercial All planes. I'm not afraid of those things. Don't really crash. Them little tiny planes. Them <laughs> shits be crashing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and it always seems like you go in them with no sort of safety requirements. Just a little microphone. Right. The little headset. One little loose ass uh, seatbelt. <laughs> seatbelt. And it's always like this young ass pilot who's all <laughs> like too eager. Like, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. need a life vest. Yeah. I need to see your credentials, <laughs> your like flight this? hours, all of that. <laughs> yeah. I don't and I was thinking that too. Like, is this the plane you flew to New Orleans in? Because this is teeny Right, when tiny. he said he flew. Yeah, what was he talking about? He said he flew <laughs> a girl to New Orleans from L.A. I feel like that shit would run out of fuel halfway through <laughs> and crash and not make it to L.A. to New Orleans. <laughs> Unless they stop halfway for fuel. I don't know how this shit works. Yeah, but, I don't know either. Either way, I'm not getting in it. Uh, so kudos to Hannah. She's brave. Yeah. Um, so anyways, they go flying over L.A. They fly over the Bachelor Mansion. Uh, Peter's talking about how you know, passionate he is about flying, how excited he is to share it with Hannah. Um, at one point, they fly over Peter's house. He points mm-hmm. it out, and then down below, his parents are, like, waving at them. I cute. know. His mom was like, there's Peter. Yeah. So <laughs> That's cute. my boy. <laughs> I love the mom. We'll get to I, her. I loved I every love parent on this episode. Really? Pretty uh, much all of them. Yeah. Yeah, there were some good ones. There were some mm-hmm. good ones on this one. Peter's mom was definitely my favorite, I think, overall. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, they, they fly over his house, they end up landing and, um, they sit back on the hangar and just kind of like sit and chat. This date, I mean, aside from me being terrified of the flying part, like it's a pretty (laughs) amazing date. Like he, I would say Peter from the beginning with the pilot thing and just kind of leading with the pilot thing, he's continuing Mm -hmm. to lead with the pilot thing and it works because this was a very impressive date. Mm -hmm. Like it wowed Hannah, it wowed me. Um, yeah. yeah, that pilot thing just, it goes far. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's been saying this in probably every episode, mm-hmm. and it still it's is like, still oh working. my God, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's still working. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Peter is just saying, you know, I'm falling crazy for you, and you could tell he's just, he's so in love with this girl. He's so, mm-hmm. there's no doubt in his mind all the other guys, there might be like a tinge of doubt or a tinge of something. Peter is like mm-hmm. 100% in love with Hannah, ready to like yeah. be done with this today. Yeah. Yep. Um, he tells her, like, I've not felt like this, this happiness you give me. I've never felt this um, this way before. Um, and yeah, so eventually they arrive at Peter's house and we meet his mom, his dad, his little brother, Jack, who... Mm-hmm. I learned on Instagram is also a pilot, so runs in the family. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and the dad—that is such an odd and family tradition. The dad. Yeah, that's true. Oh. I forgot the dad is a pilot, and the mom was the flight attendant. Yeah, yeah, and like Miss Indianapolis or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the mom love her so adorable. She was so, so cute. welcoming arms mm-hmm. stretched wide like so mm-hmm. happy to see peter so happy mm-hmm. to see hannah like this if i'm hannah this is like 
the first hometown I want to step into. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. yes. And you see where Peter gets his, like, demeanor from? Mm-hmm. It's totally his mom. Yes. Which is so cute. Very genuine and pleasant and open. And mm-hmm. um, compared to some other skeptical parents we saw in this hometown, like, his mom was, like, totally on the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. open and ready for anything that Peter or Hannah was about to say. Yeah, um, like you said, she's like a golden retriever, like Peter is. Mm-hmm, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah, she was like a nice, yeah, golden. Mm-hmm. Um, so they sit and chat. Hannah talks to them about how she like really challenged Peter to open up, and then just talks about how they're perfect, essentially. Like the two of them, they get along so well. Mm-hmm. Everything is all hunky dory. Um, and then the mom was like, "All right, are you ready for some Cuban food?" And I was like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. This is the little ethnic flavor. <laughs> we knew there was some Spanish type of something. Uh, yeah. But now we know Peter's is Cuban, or at least the mom is Cuban, yeah. which means Peter's Cuban, obviously. Um, but then they sit and eat, and then they do a German prayer. I was like, okay, we're very, Oof. this is a very international, multinational yes. <laughs> family right now. Yes, um, and I feel like Hannah got no warning, which is not fair. Yeah, I feel like she had no idea because they launched yeah. into this quote-unquote German prayer, which is basically a, a whole bunch of loud chanting in yes. German um, over Cuban food. Like, Hannah, I don't know. <laughs> She's like, where am I? What is happening? I didn't, I'm just wrapping my head around the fact that you even speak Spanish. Now I'm here right. hearing German. I don't, I'm eating plantanos. Like, what is this? <laughs> a lot of, a lot of stuff that she was not prepared for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they eat. Peter gives us, you know, cheers. He's all choked up and they're all yes, like kissing at the lot. table and shit. Like they were very just secure in their love. <laughs> there was just a lot of emotionalism at this table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oof. A lot of emotions and open display of affection for each other. Yes. Yeah. And culture. It was just a lot. <laughs> it was a lot of stimulation. I'm not going to lie. This is overwhelming for me to watch. <laughs> overwhelming the chanting the chanting took it over the top i could have done without the chanting the food i'm totally open hell yeah i love cuban food food so good but then like the crying i feel like his dad was crying or maybe the brother somebody else was crying i don't know know. it got to be a lot it was a lot yeah um so hannah she sits first with jack the brother who lets her know that peter is a hopeless romantic he's all in that's just typically how he rolls. <laughs> like, um, and then she, he asks her, like, are you in love with each other? Have you guys talked about this stuff? Hannah's like, no, we haven't. And it was like this awkward pause. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't be here if I weren't on the same track. Yeah, yeah. Um, Peter, meanwhile, sitting with his mom. And I, the mom was just so adorable to me. She was like, um, she was just so giddy. She's like, does, does she make your heart go ping, ping, ping? <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh my god, yeah. That was so cute. That was so cute. Your heart go ping, oh ping, god. ping. What is that? I've never heard that like in my life. There is not a more perfect grandmother for my babies. It yes. is Peter's mom. Yes, absolutely. I, I would leave her with any newborn and they would be mm-hmm. so loved and cherished. Um, but yeah, Peter tells his mom, you know, Hannah just doesn't compare to any other girl. The mom asks, are you in love? He says, yeah. I think he says, yes, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, have you said, I love, to, I love you yet? And he tells her mm-hmm. no. 
Um, but then he says, I know the connection I have with Hannah, and she's my person. Aww. It's a very bold statement. Mm-hmm. Um, the mom starts crying <laughs> immediately. Because <laughs> this whole family just wears their, wears their emotions on their sleeve. which The whole, yeah, everybody. Very healthy. I mean... Yes, that's this true. Is way yeah. more healthy than families who are just like all buttoned up and nobody's showing any emotion. So yeah. I'd rather this. Um, but yeah, the mom's just super happy. I want the world for you. I love you. Your happiness means everything to me. Just being a typical supportive mom in a situation where she can rightly be very skeptical. <laughs> yeah. But no, she's choosing definitely. to just see how happy her son is and just go with that. Um, Hannah sits with the mom afterwards and the mom tells her point blank like he is head over the heels for you he, mm. sorry he is head over heels for you um and it scares me <laughs> because <laughs> you're dating three other guys mm-hmm. and hannah's like trying to reassure her you know i could see peter at the end of this saying the same you know bullshit um and the mom's just like again she's just so accepting and even though she's so terrified her son is one of four she don't know mm-hmm. this girl from nothing <laughs> and she's still just so happy to see how happy he is and how happy this girl makes her makes him yeah. that she's just again burst into tears i just wish god will find a path for you and of course i'd love it to be with oh my, my son god. like just so That's accepting so nice. i know so nice so so nice and now thinking about it, the girls get it so much e- like the bachelorette gets it so much easier than the bachelor when it comes to hometowns yeah. Because the bachelor has to sit down with the dad and mm-hmm. be like, do you take my daughter's hand in marriage? Yes. Like, it's OD. <laughs> that's true. That's one element that's, like, missing out of the hometowns is the whole asking for permission nonsense. That, <laughs> that's completely taken out. Um, yeah. But, yeah, there's no... You're right. There's always, like, a... There's always a thing about your boyfriend meeting the dad. And, yeah, like, the two men right. sitting down and being grilled. But with a girl, it's just you're meeting everybody and there's no, like... I guess meeting the mom is like a thing, but it's not. At least they don't show it to be on the show, really. Yeah, they don't put the pressure on the mom. Probably the pr- production, mm-hmm. I'm sure, doesn't put the pressure on the mom to say like ask about marriage mm-hmm. with Hannah or whatever. In that way, yeah. Mm. Um, Peter sits with his dad, lets her lets him know again. That's my person. Um, which is just that's such a heavy loaded mm-hmm. statement to say that someone is that your person like that is you saying you're in love with them that's your person for life like that's your Mm -hmm. that's your ace that's your everything and so saying that's your dad and this is the first time he's meeting her he don't know her from nothing (laughs) (laughs) and he just has to receive that and accept that it's just so i always feel for the parents because yeah it's a lot to take in yeah that's really shocking Mm mm-hmm um and the dad he you know he's seeing how full on peter is so he flat out asks like are you prepared for you not like winning at the end of this like you can yeah. tell the dad is so terrified because peter being a hopeless romantic is like the theme of the hometown like the mom mm-hmm. the brother the dad they're all kind of hinting at like this is peter like <laughs> yeah he's full on he's all in yeah. he does this yeah um and so it's kind of terrifying to like be going through this shit again with your son and Mm -hmm. there's a chance he's not going to make it to the end and it's like are you preparing for this or not like (laughs) there's a a 25 percent chance that you're going to win so yeah you gotta figure that out and now that we know that peter broke up with his then 
girlfriend right before the show you know Mm. relationship for this show and now he's almost there and then to not win yeah just that's a lot and he still lives at home they don't want to take care of him all day oh i forgot about that no i forgot he still lives with them Mm -hmm. yeah they've been they all up in his love life then So they are fully, that's why they're so emotional because they see, he's still living at home. They see every girl, they see every up and down. He has a bad mm-hmm. day with the girlfriend. Who's he talking to? His mama, you know? <laughs> so Versus if you live off on your own, you might talk to your friend first. You might talk to yourself. Like, yeah, so yeah. They, they've been through it, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the dad, he just, it's nice to see you two together. And then the dad starts breaking down crying. Like crying. <laughs> crying. And just kept repeating, like, I want the best for you. I want the best for you. Um, Which is, as parents, that's typically what you want. Um, Even though this might not be the way that you envisioned your son going to find love. Just seeing him so happy, that's, like, all you can really ask for as a parent. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Um, So, yeah, they give their final goodbye to the family, head outside and chat. Peter tells her again, I'm falling so hard for you. But I'm okay with it. Um, I'm so happy with where we're at. It's been so perfect in so many ways. Saying all these little, you know, epithets and great things about her. But still didn't say that I love you. Mm-mm. Well, she should have. But she should have, as we know. Yeah. At the end of Hometowns, you got to drop the I love you. You got to, Peter. That, that's what seals you in for the next um, date or the next mm-hmm. round. For fantasy. For fantasy suite. The next round, Jesus. (laughs) The next round? (laughs) This is a competition show, shit. (laughs) Who are we trying to pretend? (laughs) But yeah, dropping that I love you is crucial. That usually will solidify you into the next round. If you don't Mm -hmm. say it, then there's always like a lingering thing of doubt in the lead. Yes. Um, So Peter didn't say it. And he said in his confessional, I wanted to tell her so badly but as strong as I feel, it's still kind of scary, and I still don't know where she's at. So, um, yeah. And as she drove away, he did say, I, I wish I had said something. No. Yep. Regret is not a good feeling, my friend. Um, but anyways, time to go to Jupiter, Florida. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> For our man, week. Tyler C., who, mm-hmm. had you noticed he always refers to her as Hannah Brown? Yes. He always says her full government name. Mm -hmm. Tyler C. Um, So she does the classic run-jump hug, and Mm -hmm. they meet at this, like, beautiful-looking lighthouse. And Tyler says the best way to explore Jupiter is by boat. Um, So they get on his, I'm guessing his boat, his family boat. Yeah, yeah. And they're, you know, in their bathing suits, lathering each other with sunblock. Mm Mm-hmm. Tyler's body literally is unreal. Oh my god. <laughs> just abs. Just there. Like no flexing. Sculpted. They're just there. Yeah. Mm, um, so Hannah, she says, you know, there's no denying the attraction between Tyler and I, but I'm worried about Tyler being ready for the next step. So that's what she's trying Where not to get blinded get that by from? that jawline them abs <laughs> the jawline. that tight ass she's trying to listen <laughs> stay that focused. curl in the front of his face like mm-hmm. everything everything <laughs> um so yeah they basically spend the day just driving around in the boat he's pointing out different spots 
Um, the water was beautiful. It looked amazing, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know about nice. Jupiter, but it looked really beautiful. Um, and Hannah says in her little, her little interview, you know, Tyler lives in paradise. Mm-hmm. Um, and a future with Tyler is this, which made me laugh because we know now Tyler lives in New York City. And <laughs> so, yeah, the beautiful waters, you would be trading yeah. that for some. Guess what it ain't, girl. Yes. <laughs> what paradise. It ain't that. <laughs> Give me some trifling ass subway rats. <laughs> All right. But, uh, yeah, that's that's what you get over here. Uh, also, it made me think, like, damn, you are really ready to just give it all up. Like, there's no chance nobody's moving to Alabama. Right. <laughs> Hell no. She's trying <laughs> to get her ass moving out. to wherever. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. I don't blame her. Yeah, me either. Uh, so, while they're in the water, he points out the house where he grew up. So, it was, like, this really nice house on mm-hmm. the water. And he kind of talked about how things changed when, like, the recession hit and their family kind of lost their money, had to move out, all that stuff. Um, but after the boat, they kind of sit and talk and Tyler reveals that he hasn't seen his dad since he left for the show, obviously when his dad was still pretty sick. Um, and so he was saying how his dad was like in pretty bad shape when he left, you know, his voice was kind of like gone or like pretty raspy. Um, Mm -hmm. he had lost a lot of weight. Um, and he pretty much left everything to like his brothers and his mom and just, hope that everybody kind of stepped up and rallied around so he is he was pretty he was like warning her that like the reunion could be like emotional because he like hasn't mm-hmm. seen his dad and just went into this whole kind of spiel about just like wanting my dad around forever and I want him to see my wife and my kids and so it's gonna yeah. be a very emotional so moment sweet. yeah um so yeah after that nice emotional sit down suddenly we hear some music playing in the background <laughs> And Tyler's like, let's go jam. And (laughs) it's this, like, classic, dingy, like, tiki bar washed up cover band. Yeah, it looked like a vacation, like, cruise ship offshore. Carnival cruise. Like, steel drum. (laughs) Just one steel drum, though. Not more than one. Just the one. The one. It's kind of dented (laughs) in the side. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This was obviously my escape to Wakanda moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Lord. My mad Tyler made his own fucking double doors moment. <laughs> like, on his date. <laughs> Why? Why did we need this? It was going so well. I did not need this dry, like, classic rock tiki band to be playing. <laughs> classic rock tiki band. <laughs> you know? Like, classic rock cover bands that people be going to see. Yes. Could have done oh, without no. that. Um, but yeah, anyways, they leave the beach. They head to Tyler's home. Tyler's home is a ginormous mansion. Yeah, I was like, recession uh, where? Hello. Recession where? <laughs> y'all are on, y'all had a huge come up. Because <laughs> this house shits on that one you pointed out on the water. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that was confusing, but mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. But whatever. Everybody has a little turnaround story. And you know what? His parents are divorced, right? So I could oh, see The Bachelor renting a house and being like, this is the house. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I hope they didn't do all that. That is too much. That is too much. I forgot that his parents were divorced. But, yeah, they didn't really say yeah. whose house that was. But yeah. either way, it was huge. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very, very large. 
Um, so anyways, they head inside, they turn the corner, there's like mad people sitting there. Um, yeah. It's like his mom's dad, brothers, bunch of other randoms. Um, and Tyler, of course, heads to his dad first, which was yeah. so sweet. Um, they're having their little tear, I say tearful reunion, but he wasn't crying, but um, he was he just like very... He confessional though. Yeah, his confessional, he was tearing up for sure. Um, but yeah, he was very just like happy to see his dad and they're just like having a nice little father-son moment. Um, and they sit and chat with the family. They kind of talk about the first night. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, this is when I was looking around at all the family. Cause remember mm-hmm. I was saying, I was mm-hmm. like, I want to mm-hmm. see where this man comes from. Mm-hmm. Good looking family. Tyler's mm-hmm. by far the prettiest. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like well, they all the look brothers... good, but like he's like a different <laughs> category of yeah. beautiful. <laughs> the brothers to me looked real young. Yeah, they did. Like, like that 18, one brother 19. who was talking to Hannah in their like little one on one time, he like still had he looked like he needed proactive. He like, still he had was ac- still a yeah, child. Like acne. <laughs> I was like, you are yeah. still freshly in high school. <laughs> yeah, like your hormones are still out of whack. <laughs> like, <laughs> so he still needs proactive care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's still yeah. he's still so young, so I can't mm-hmm. expect him to be like gorgeous when That's you're true. sixteen. Sixteen. <laughs> grow into it he has time yeah yeah <laughs> and if your brother looks like tyler then you can feel good that you, you have most likely a good future you know, like something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so tyler he sits with his dad first first thing just wants to check up on his dad and his health um dad assures him he's doing good he had like issues with his voice his voice was like a little raspy but otherwise doing well um yeah. and then tyler kind of talks about just you know Brings up again, like, how he got sick and, like, signing away his rights was, like, one of the hardest things he ever had to do. And this yeah. means the world to him that he's here today and that he gets to meet Hannah and all that stuff. Um, and the dad in his confessional was just like, I haven't seen my son this happy in a long time. And similar to Peter's parents, he said, like, as a parent, that's all you can ask for. That's all you can wish mm-hmm. for. But I can only imagine being a parent who's had a son who was a, t- a caretaker. Mm-hmm. How much yeah. his happiness is more valued for them. Yeah, yeah. Because he's had to sacrifice at an early age for mm-hmm. his parents. So. Yeah. And then also seeing that even after the caretaking and the difficult times, he's still able to, like, get back out there and, like, find love and right. get what he needs and everything. Yeah. So it must feel really good, really good as a parent. Um, so meanwhile, Hannah is sitting with the brothers, as we mentioned, Mm-hmm. Um, and she flat out asks them, like, can you see Tyler getting engaged? And one of the brothers was like, look, when my dad was in the hospital, Tyler stepped up. He ran the business, the family business. Mm-hmm. He helped my mom out. He really stepped up and was like that person for everyone to lean on. And seeing him now, I can legitimately see my brother getting engaged. That was like nice. a good little sign off <laughs> there. Yeah. From the yeah, brother. and he didn't look prepped either. Mm-mm. He looked like that was really what he thought. That's, yeah, that really is what he thought about his brother. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that was very reassuring for Hannah. Um, and so Tyler sits with his mom, and she flat out asks, like, what have you learned the most about yourself in this whole mm-hmm. process? And he says, you know, I've been, I'm usually very protective of my emotions. I'm usually hard to, you know, open up. Uh, but what he realized was he had to open up quickly with Hannah and confided mm-hmm. in her 
um, about certain things. And it just showed him what a big step that was that he could do that with someone. So like he really pushed himself and realized, oh, wow, like I actually can be vulnerable and open with someone and was able to do that with Miss Hannah B. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it's, sorry. I'm thinking about <laughs> thinking about how Hannah's like, I just need to see more from Tyler and if he's really ready for this or not. And he's like opening up to the point that he never thought he could be. And she's not giving him any credit for that. Mm, yeah. That's really annoying. And also he's like the swaggiest one. And he's the finest one. So this is just really, really <laughs> aggravating. His dad's really nice. His mom had on a full set of lash extensions ready to be on camera. Love like, it. I just, I love this family. I don't know. He had loafers, no socks. Like, yeah. He just looked great. He looked great. So great. <sighs> um, I think it's hard. Like, I see what you're saying. I think it's hard, though, because Hannah, she only knows this Tyler. She doesn't know the previous Tyler who was, like, That's true. very closed off. So she can only go based off of what she knows, which to her is, yeah. like, decently open but it's not i guess open enough for her but for tyler this is like the most open he's ever been he's fucking vulnerable (laughs) like crying all the time like he's never done this before so it's just like the levels eating raw fish right doing all kind of extra (laughs) shit um which is big for him but for her she doesn't know you know any better he doesn't know yeah so yeah that's that's where it gets it's a little icky with these people because they do not know each other. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's always gonna be a little bit of mismatch there. Yeah. Oh Lord. Um, the mom asks him, "Can you see yourself proposing?" And he says, "It scares me, but there's no doubt I can certainly be that guy." No. Um, Hannah sits with the dad. Dad says, "You've got me worried about him." He's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It could be love. And I didn't expect that at all. <laughs> like, he's seeing yeah. Tyler, how happy he is and in love. And he's like, I was not expecting any of this. Yeah. Um, he also admits that Tyler has not had a lot of girlfriends. So that is um, this is like interesting. major. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Um, also not surprising. I feel like. Not at all. Okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah. When you have a face yeah. like that, why tie yourself down? Why bother? <laughs> Um, Hannah asks the dad, do you think he's ready? Dad says, you know, he's 26. He's at that point in his life. <laughs> Which, that you know, I just have to laugh. die. <laughs> Our old New York City dusty ass, unmarried ass. That made me want to shrivel up like a raisin. I was like, he has so much more in front of him. I know, than behind. At 26 years old. If I married the nigga I was with when I was 26, I would have been divorced <laughs> damn <laughs> oh my god yeah 26 was definitely like a big still like a transition age like i was going through yeah. a lot so yeah. i couldn't when they say like when he said he's 26 he's at that point in his life like if i think about me at 26 at that point in my life like nah. a girl like a yeah. dude who's 26 who hasn't had that many girlfriends quote unquote like what right. but i guess they do make the point, Tyler makes the point about his father being sick. He wants to, his father to see his wife and his kids and all mm-hmm. of this other stuff. So that I can see. But yeah. the age? Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Um, but yeah, he says he's 26 and, mm. you know, you can't plan to fall in love. 
but I'm, exce- I'm excited for him and where he's at, and you have our love and support. And, yeah, so she got another family that's, like, right on, right yeah. on task, it's ready to not difficult. sign away their son, <laughs> yep. ready for this. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, she said she left feeling very assured of Tyler's intentions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so afterwards, they leave, say bye to everybody. They head outside, sit and chat, and Tyler. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I got to get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social Mm. media just the over accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, mm-hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even going to lie. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. Yeah. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H E lp.com slash 2bg1r there's just saying how this was everything he's needed so excited to be moving forward and says i do feel like i'm falling in love with you and i think this was the first time he said that right yeah i think so too yeah Mm -hmm. um so he's dropped the l word Mm or the falling in l word yeah um, and he walks her to the SUV, and they literally can't keep their hands off each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't blame her, girl. I wouldn't either. Mm-mm. His, this is like a moment of silence for Tyler's tight ass in Did those you pants. notice? <laughs> okay. Yes. I didn't even notice. Yeah, he had sorry. on, for, like the button down was nice and fitted. And then the pants were usually a little bit tighter than I'd like on a guy, but they were tight and you could see the full outline of his ass. (laughs) So nice. It was a beauty to be seen. (laughs) Especially at the point when, especially at the end when he was like walking towards an SUV, you got like a full glimpse of his ass. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So they're in the SUV, they're straddling, doing the classic Mm -hmm. hand straddle. They're making out. 
the driver in the front of the seat is like, what the fuck is going on? Can y'all hurry this <laughs> like, up? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not trying to see this. Right. Um, yeah. And yeah, then he packs her up and she ships off. So two hometowns down, two solid families who mm-hmm. are totally in support. Um, now we head to Gainesville, Georgia for Luke P's hometown. Mm-hmm. Now Hannah says, you know, he was the first to tell me he was falling in love with me. Mm-hmm. And since then, it's been very up and down. Yeah. But I've always seen the good in Luke. Yep. You and you alone, my friend. That's it. Because <laughs> not even he sees the good in Luke. Not even Luke sees the good in Luke. Right. So. You alone, girl. And we learn later, not even his family neither. So, <laughs> what? <laughs> so, Luke, she meets up with Luke beside this, like, beautiful lake. And he says, you know, I want to bring you to something I do every week. And it's an opportunity for you to meet some of my friends. And let's go to Sunday school. This is my escape to Wakanda moment. Okay. <laughs> I'm already, before they even walked into the building, and after they walked into the building, you actually have paragraphs that I wrote, but I'm going to keep it short. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, I went off. Ooh. So, um, first of all, numero uno. Mm-hmm. Why are you a grown-ass man calling it Sunday school? Sunday school? Ain't this Bible study? It is absolutely Bible study. Okay. Except first, are you, yeah. Like... Oh. I thought he. We were, I thought when he said Sunday school, they were going to go teach kids, like at yes, actual Sunday so school. So when it looked, and I turned around and looked, it was just Bible study. But okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that shows me that either you don't go to church or you go to a weird church where they still call that Sunday school. So <laughs> I'm already gone. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then he brought her inside. Did not introduce really well had like 40 people there standing up and clapping mm-hmm. <laughs> um who i clearly were hired or just that's the whole congregation of the church maybe i don't know but don't it was know. very like obvious the youth to me. ministry or something I'm not sure. yeah yeah maybe you know what maybe it was yeah people <laughs> it's funny people like age faster down there because they're like their course of life goes faster. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so to me, some of them looked way older, but they definitely could be his age. Yeah, I think so. Uh, um, yeah, but get me to Wakanda because this is not Sunday school. This is Bible study. And the fact that you didn't know that was really just the thing <laughs> and terrible. <laughs> You're just and, with and I'm going to go off a little bit later. But yeah, okay. that's that. All right. Um, so Luke, after he brings her in, introduces her to all the people, yada, yada, they sit down for Bible study. He gets up in front of everybody and does his same tired, now it's just getting tired, the same Mm -hmm. tired testimony, which this was my nigga you ain't shit moment. Oh, I had a very specific sentence for this nigga you ain't shit moment. Okay. Continue. Yes. This whole thing. Um, But basically, same shit. You know, in high school, I was experimenting with partying and drinking. In college, I was chasing sex, got caught up in all Mm -hmm. kinds of sin. And then I remember... Getting in the shower one day mm. and bawling my eyes out. And I heard God say, Luke, let go and follow me. And feeling like this huge weight had been lifted off of me. And then I saw a hole open up in the, mm. in the ceiling. I saw a glimpse of heaven. And I knew that that's what I needed to focus on. 
same tired testimony that yep. is still um, up for debates as to whether it actually happened <laughs> because no, we can't believe shit this guy says. No, and that story is crazy. How do you <laughs> use the? You can't use the word of God like this in this absolutely frivolous manner and be fearful of him. There's no way. Mm. And that's what you're doing. You're using God's word to be manipulative while, well, you're not even using God's word because I didn't hear not nan a verse <laughs> in that whole speech. So let me take that back. You just using, I don't know, the word God's name in vain, I guess. Yeah. And his kingdom. And yes. you are clearly not fearful. You are just using this to toy with this girl. Mm-hmm. And at the very end, he said, um, God is going to use this for a positive if you are going through a negative situation. Luke, you could have Googled a Bible verse that equi- is equivalent to that, and you just didn't even bother. That in particular was my nigga, you ain't shit moment because there was just no evidence that he had ever gone to church while he's standing in this all wooden Bible study cabin. Like I just, I was so done, you guys. I was so, so, so done. I cannot believe somebody is using God like this on the show. Like I am Mm -hmm. so disgusted with this man. Yeah. And on top of all of that, did you see he had on jean on jean on a blue polo shirt? Oh God. I don't be looking at him that deep. He was wearing all that. Oh my God. He was wearing all of that. He was wearing a baby blue polo, a jean jacket and jeans. I was like, sir, (laughs) you have to try harder. You are five, eight. Yes, oh, God. You need to step up your style. You can't be wearing <laughs> Canadian tuxedos when you look like no. this. No, it makes you look littler. Oh my God, I can't. No, <laughs> no. We gotta go move, move on before I keep going. Nope. <laughs> ah, so after he gives his tired testimony, he they kind of break out into like little breakout groups. Basically, I don't know. It's like now they're doing group. small groups small in the Bible group discussion, study, and this like is all in. before church. Like yes, what? This all before church you there all day mm-hmm. so they're sitting with a bunch of guys his alleged friends who just go on and on <laughs> talk about how great he is and awesome and luke is the sweetest guy ever um and this other girl saying how yeah luke is friends with everybody and just all saying um Again, nothing specific. Just Mm-mm. Luke is nice. Luke is great. Luke is awesome mm-hmm. to all of us. He's a great friend mm-hmm. to all of us. And very hard to believe, but I mean, okay. At the end, they do a whole big prayer over Luke and Hannah. Yeah, and I just don't know what to make of this whole segment. Of this flash mob Bible study that he put together? <laughs> Flash mob Bible study. I just don't. I don't think. I mean, we can joke and joke and say these people were paid, but I don't think these people were paid. I do believe these are actually no. the people that he goes to Bible study with. I don't think they're yeah. lying, but like, how is this the same Luke? I, well, it just uh, it doesn't make sense in my head. When that he I has think this, back. Mm-hmm. 
to Bible study days, right? Like young adult Bible study days. I could easily have come in with some dude and a camera crew. And those people would have said that same thing about me. Oh, okay. They probably would have told some more specific stories because you know I was a little outspoken. Mm -hmm. But they they probably would have said very general things because I didn't really like bang with a whole lot of them like that. Okay. So that's probably the people who she talked to. And honestly, he probably doesn't hang out with those people that much because I remember his first ever scene was in the gym. There was no church uh, mm. in his first like little video mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the first episode. So, mm. um, yeah, they like they probably just all said nice things because they're all probably nice Christian people. So they're going to say nice <laughs> that's things That's a good point. Him, you know? That's a good point, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just so the whole thing. Just I mean, I we I knew going to Luke's hometown, it was gonna be heavy Christian, mm-hmm. a lot of Christianness just forced down our throats. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not surprised he brought her to Bible study for their like <laughs> the first segment <laughs> of their date. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so I don't know. He's just such a terrible human. <laughs> yeah, it's just bizarre seeing this side of his world that like he genuinely is a part of like I do believe he goes to bible study and like knows these people but yeah mm-hmm. he's also a pathological liar who is narcissistic and can't mm-hmm. get along with people and I don't know I don't know what to make of this dude mm-hmm. plenty of them niggas are in bible study and you can tell he's not listening because he again said not nan one verse <laughs> I can go mm. Mm. <laughs> Justine is so fed up. <laughs> I'm perturbed. <laughs> perturbed. So after Bible study, they head, or sorry, after Sunday school. Sunday school? <laughs> they head to Luke's uh, family's house where we meet his dad, brother, his sister-in-law, who's also named Hannah, his mom, his grandma, his great-grandma, every damn body. And they sit and chat, and Hannah talks about how, you know, during the first week, he told her that he was in love or falling in love. Mm -hmm. And then from there, it was all downhill. And she she didn't go play-by-play of, like, all the drama, but basically was saying how, like, he wasn't getting along with people in the house, how Mm -hmm. the two of them weren't really getting along. And it was just, it's been a rocky road with this dude. And the dad, he was like, oh, but he had you on his side, right? And Hannah was like, nope, not always. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, no. Um, And she said for like three weeks, they never really had like a real conversation. It was her constantly trying to like break him down to like Mm -hmm. be real and like talk about his feelings and things like that. Um, now the family, they're all hearing this uh, about how Luke ain't shit and was mm-hmm. a terrible person for the last month and nobody liked him and she, he's barely here today. Um, and they're <laughs> all just like, what? Oh my God, that's not our Luke. What? Yeah. The dad in the confessional is like hearing the stories. That's just not my son. I can't oh even envision God. this. Like, it seems like there's a lot of people making excuses for this man. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm like, this is your son, though. Like, <laughs> this is him. He didn't yeah. just go on The Bachelor and develop a whole new personality. Like, that <laughs> is him. Mm-hmm. So, it, sure, it could be a more heightened version because he's in a vacuum. There's a lot of pressure. There's He's competing with all these guys, things like that. 
But at the end of the day, like, that's him. Like, that's how he operates. Like, right. So, yeah. So Luke sits with his, sits with his dad and he says, you know, for the first, you know, for the last week and a half, it's been great with Hannah. Did you notice that there were several Bible verses on the chalkboard behind them and a cross in the frame when they were pointing to Luke? Because I did. Jeez, I did notice um, the crosses just throughout their home. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's it's heavy. They're throwing it at us. Luke is Christian, Christian, Christian. Mm -hmm. He's He's leading with that. If Hannah wasn't who Hannah was, who was like a Southern Christian little yeah, you know, girl, yeah. this whole hometown would have been completely structured differently. Oh, yeah. No, completely different. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what makes it feel even more slimy mm-hmm. because he's pushing the Christian because he's using it as like a novelty or a token to show like this is yeah. like this is why I'm better than the other guys. Remember, I'm Christian mm-hmm. like you. But if yep. Hannah wasn't Hannah and she wasn't Christian or anything like that, he would not be doing the same thing. So I don't right. I don't like similar to what you're saying. Like, I don't like how he's using Christianity in that way. And this would be the same for any religion. I would, yeah, I feel sensitive towards this because I'm Christian, but this Mm -hmm. would be the same for anything. This would be terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So he says, you know, we have a spiritual connection. I've gotten to see sides that no one else has. Mm. I don't know what you've got to see angry sides of Hannah, but what other sides (laughs) has nobody else seen? I'm not sure what he's talking about there. Um, and just says, like, I love this girl. I can't see this not working out in the end, which is the same <laughs> mindset he's had from week one that he the is whole it. time. this whole mm-hmm. time. He came in, in love with this girl, ready to marry this girl even before he met the damn girl. And yep. we're still there. Um, Hannah now she's sitting with Luke's brother and sister-in-law and she says to them, like, I did somewhat see what the guys in the house were also seeing when it came to mm-hmm. Luke. And she said in particular, the fact that he kind of acts like he has it in the bag and like, he doesn't have to, like he's won the thing basically. Um, yeah. And just how arrogant that comes off. And again, the brother, you know, that's not like how Luke is. I don't mm-hmm. like, that's not Luke at all. Then who the fuck is Luke? Because everybody right. in his family keeps saying that that's not Luke. That's not Luke. Oh, that's so shocking. That doesn't sound like Luke. Then who is Luke? Because who has he been for the last month if that wasn't him? And can you give me some examples of how he's treated his last girlfriends? Like, yes. how do you know this isn't like him in a right. relationship? Right. Mm-hmm. Give me some examples. Yeah. But that kept getting on my nerves because it was just... It kept... Like, if you keep saying, oh, that's not him, that doesn't sound like him, then what has she been, who has she been with for the past month? And why is, right. how did he make it to the end if that's not even who he is? Now, who am I dating? If you're telling me that's not, right. that's not who he is. Now I'm at hometowns, you're saying, this is the actual real Luke. What if I don't like the real Luke? <laughs> this ain't who I liked over the last, I like that crazy narcissistic psychopath yeah. for the last month. I don't know who this yeah. is. So, like, that, that shit kept irking me because they weren't giving me nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the brother goes on this whole long rant defending Luke, talking about how he has such a big heart and he's such a great guy and, uh, and Hannah just, you know, I've always seen his heart. There's something there when he shows the real Luke. 
It's like, what? Why do they keep saying this real Luke, oh fake God. Luke, the past right. Luke, the current Luke? <laughs> what? Why does he get so many opportunities to Free be so shower, many fucking Luke? Post shower, post shower like. Luke. Well, I've never seen somebody who gets so many chances at having different personalities. Like, <laughs> this is crazy. Um, Hannah sits with the dad. You know, it's been a it's been a wild ride with your son. I do think our relationship has gotten stronger though. And the dad is like, yeah, Lucas, it's, it was weird to hear all the things that was going on with Luke. Luke is actually the one to stop people from fighting. And he's the one that tr- helps turn it all around. And that's, again, like <laughs> none of this is matching up. <laughs> yeah, that's also a terrible metaphor and not a real example. Right. That could have been a real story, but you chose a weird to metaphor. Stop. Luke is the one to stop people from fighting and turns it all around. Not sure what that means, but... So. He's actually the people to start the fighting. Right. And the turn one, it all around. Yes, stirring <laughs> that shit all around, basically. Uh, she asked the dad, will he be ready for an engagement? He said, there's no doubt. Oh, yeah, definitely. That they know. That they definitely know. Luke sits with his mom. His mom is beautiful, by the way. Mm-hmm. Full head of gray hair, but she looks so young. Gorgeous. Yes. Yeah, she looked like she maybe got the gray hair real young, like in her 30s or something, mm-hmm. and just like went with it. Like, yeah, grew into it. Um, but she was so pretty. And, um, you know, she's just letting him know, like, be yourself. Let Hannah see your heart, how beautiful you are. And she's, you know, starts crying and all that. And, um yeah same thing just happy for son blah 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 so hannah and luke they say bye to everybody they head outside to chat luke tells hannah um you know i've put you through quite a bit quite a struggle and i just wanted to say Mm -hmm. i'm sorry Mm. which we've heard this before so what yeah he's said sorry so many times i don't really i wasn't really sure what this sorry was I mean, I guess she roasted yeah. him to his entire family, so he had to say sorry for something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Constantly in a state of apologizing. Um, and he says to her, you know, there's still there's still any concerns with me, but I can just keep showing you who I am. I feel like I'm looking at my future wife, and without a doubt, I do love you. And then they finish it off by having a very heavy makeout, mm-hmm. which I did not particularly want to see. No, me either. Nope. And Hannah in her confessional, she's all bubbly eye, wide eye, you know, I feel so confident in him and you know, he and what he says, I feel like I've this is where she kinda had a little Freudian slip. She says, I feel like I've fallen in love with him. I'm falling in love with him. Mm-hmm. So like first she says I've fallen in love and now she corrects herself and says I'm falling in love. So mm-hmm. we heard you the first time, girl. And yeah. this brings me back to Dustin when he left the house and he said the only way he can see Luke still being there is if <sighs> Hannah is already in love with him. Look at Dustin the prophet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. It all comes back together. Um, so yeah, that was that. And then we head into our last hometown, which is Jed. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. <laughs> so I was looking forward to this one. Yep, I was like, me what too. story did he crash for these? 
What are you going to come with, Mr. Jed? Uh, Lord. So they're in Sevierville, Tennessee. Um, Yeah. She meets him. They do the classic run, jump, hug. And Mm -hmm. we got reminded that last week, Hannah told Jed that she was falling in love with him. Yeah. So part of me kind of forgot about that. But that's what we're going into this week. He's the only guy that she has. He's the only guy, right, yeah. at this point that yes, she said she has said it to him. To him, yeah. so he essentially, is, I would think, like the front runner. I think yeah. going in, yeah. yeah, he's the only one that's gotten like verbal validation. Mm-hmm. Um, so for their date, surprise, surprise, they head to a recording <laughs> studio. <laughs> Because Jed just, you know, he's got a few scenes left. He's got to keep Let's pumping listen. and pushing the music. Maximize that career. Mm-hmm. And so they head to a recording studio. He says, you know, you put me on the pageant stage, so now I want to put you on the spot, and we're going to write a song together. Mm-hmm. And they basically sit and brainstorm all their favorite moments and write a song. It was basically, it's like every group date we've seen before. Like, they've done this date as yeah. group dates. So it was basically that um, very boring. And yeah, they get in the booth, they sing. And while they're in the booth, Jed says to her, you know, do you ever feel like your heart is pumping out of your chest because you have to say something, but you can't do it? And then he says to her, I love you. I can feel it. So yeah, that was early. Yeah. Also, Jed just is, to me, the equivalent of, like, that guy, that, like, big dick energy guy that you, like, you know he's very cute. He has a lot of swag about him. He's, like, kind of got an edge to him, but you know you shouldn't be talking to him Uh because he has that twinkle in his eye like he has a secret family. And sociopathic tendencies. I don't know. Maybe because I'm 29 and I've dated a little while. I'm like, "Mm, I can spot him now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) But to me, he's that equivalent for like white Southern men. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I was like, I won't say he has all the swag. That much swag. Yeah. No, for a white Southern guy, though. For white Southern, I can see it. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, he's definitely, he has... When you look at his face, there's, like, something behind the eyes, for right. sure. Yes. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm triggered. Okay. Keep going. So, so yeah. <laughs> can't really trust him as far as I can throw him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, he drops the I love you, which some can say this is strategic. He probably might have yeah. known going to his hometowns that his parents and family were going to be, like, what the fuck is this? And so. Yeah. He That's tries true. to kind of secure his fate by dropping the I love you. Mm-hmm. Seeing as he has someone who's coming with all kind of dubious intentions and wrong <laughs> reasons, all that shit, I would not put it past him. I want to hope yeah. that this guy is not this sociopathic, that he's saying I love you to somebody and knowing damn well he doesn't love her. Um, but also, I don't trust him for nothing. So Yeah, he probably would. Mm-hmm. So they head to his family home and walking up, she says she's feeling very confident. Um, and they turn the corner and in the backyard, there's like a shit ton of people sitting outside. Mm-hmm. 
His dad does the run jump hug, which was kind of funny. I know. Cute. <laughs> um, but yeah, we meet mom, dad, sister, a bunch of folks, and they tell everyone about their date in Boston, playing with the Celtics. Um, and they finally sit and eat, and Jed does a cheers to everyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the mom follows up with her own mm. cheers. And she says, here's to trusting your intuition and gut every day and sticking to your truth as it's beneficial to everybody. (laughs) What is the shady boots ass cheers this mama is doing right now? (laughs) Because she knows this is her son and the only one who's whooping his ass is her. Okay. (laughs) So she went in and just went in on him. Went in on him like that. If I was Hannah sitting there, that clearly was a cheers that was filled with coded language, subliminal messages. Like, it was saying a lot. I would be like, what the hell is this mama trying to tell me? As soon as I toast it over, I'd be like, can we talk? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do you want to go step away and have a a little chat? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Damn, that was a warning if I've ever heard one. Mm Mm-hmm. So Jed, he chats with his dad first, and the dad says, you know, she's a real hoot. She's funny. She's sweet. But I cannot get my head around all of this. What are you talking about? Getting married, getting engaged? Like, Because uh-huh. <laughs> your girl like, was just here drinking uh-huh. the Minute Maid. Yes. So what is this? What, what am I doing this? on this show? And who is this girl? And what are you talking about getting married? Like, what? Um, so Jed, he's like trying to assure him, like, this is a, you know, this is a huge commitment, but we've honestly clicked since the first day and I can actually say I'm really falling in love with her. It's really real. And then the dad flat out asks, which became a theme of his whole hometown. How are you going to do, how do you see this working with your career as a musician? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Jed is like, well, she's all for it. She's all in. And, you know, I know if I'm going to get married or engaged, it has to be somebody who's on board. And she's like totally on board. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you think they were using the word music career as code for a girlfriend? Right. Or... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this can mean many things because you didn't yeah. just come here with career. You came with a girlfriend, too. Yeah. So which one are we talking yeah. about, bro? And that nigga pays your rent. So he knows that your music career mm-hmm. is not that booming. Right. <laughs> You're like the equivalent of a SoundCloud rapper. Mm-hmm. So. And now you bring up this girl that you're trying to get married to. And I'm. Yeah. I'm going to support both of y'all. What is this? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God. He's 25. He's still on insurance. He's still yeah. he got another year. But you know the dad is watching that clock like, uh, yes. I've been supporting this music career forever. Mm-hmm. And now you're bringing up this other girl. I, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> huh. So now Hannah, she's sitting with the shady boots mama. <laughs> And she says, you know, I'm so excited about Jed. He's been really good to me. He's been really good for me. And the mom, she just, like, can't even hide her skepticism. Like, she's not Mm -hmm. trying to hide it. She don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. She says flat out, you know, it's a dreamy way to date somebody. And Jed is just another one of the guys. You know, Mm -hmm. you are the bachelorette. Like, all kind of attitude. Because she, first of all, she's been watching this show since it started. Mm -hmm. Let's not put that faster either Mm -hmm. clearly Mm -hmm. um and she just also 
probably doesn't want to see this very nice, seemingly like innocent girl get hurt by her son. Get wrapped up in all this mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because the mom, the context is that the mom knows the career, but the mom also knows he full on had a girlfriend. Yeah. Not yeah. that long ago. She might not know yeah. the details of whether they broke up, they went on mm-hmm. together for this whole music career. She don't know all that. All she knows is he full on was dating somebody else less than a month ago. And yeah. now I'm here with you. And y'all are talking about marriage. What the fuck? What is going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if she's anything like I know my mom would be, she would be dying to talk to my brother and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, she would be so mad. Mm-hmm. What is this? Why am yeah. I here? What are you doing with, why are you dragging and us like, all into this? What are you doing this? with these ladies? What are, yeah. What are you doing with these poor, sweet little girls? What yeah. are you doing? So Hannah tells the mom, you know, well, with Jed, it's special. Um, and I have told him I'm falling for him. And the mom was like, well, have you said that to all of them? <laughs> and Hannah said, actually, no, which was a nice little zinger for Hannah because she hasn't yeah. said it to everybody. So um, that's good that she could say that to the mother. And then Hannah asked the mom, like, would he be ready for an engagement? And the mom was flat out was like, look, he's a musician. He's had to have different jobs where he can create time and space to do his music. And his path is very different. And kind of just like left it at that. <laughs> I was like, uh. yeah. AKA he's a broke nigga. And <laughs> you probably are better off being somebody else. Mm-hmm. Is basically what she said. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was saying like he lives a very unstable life, yeah, and wow. settling down to marry you just don't make no damn sense right now. <laughs> yeah, especially because he's like pursuing this music way faster than he would pursue anything else. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're just getting in the way. Exactly. Yeah. Of whatever this is. Yeah, and like Jet, Jet ain't shit. But like I, <laughs> I personally admire musicians. Like I always admire like working artists. People yeah, who are, yeah. like, actual visual artists, musicians, like, any mm-hmm. creator of any kind. People who are just like, this is my craft. I'm going to make it work. I will yeah. work little odd jobs and make this shit work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think with Jed, he's so premature in his music career. Like, mm-hmm. he's not reached a level of fame that he can really rest assured by saying like I'm ready to settle down like I can make it fit in with my music like he's still on the come up like he's still trying to climb and get book shows and like things like that you can't be doing all that and then settling down to get married it'd be one thing if he was at a Mm -hmm. certain level of fame that he not really fame but a certain level of success with his music that he could see Mm -hmm. juggling it but you can tell his parents like they're like look that nigga still sleeps on the couch downstairs (laughs) I am still paying for that phone bill Yes. And now y'all talking about getting married? Like, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, he doesn't, he doesn't want to derail that dream. Which, as you said, the, much respect to anybody mm-hmm. who does that because it's a lot easier just to have a nine to five job. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But that's not the case for Jed. No. <laughs> so Hannah sits with the sister. The sister, first of all, she had a fantastic head of hair. I ordered hair vitamins immediately. <laughs> immediately. Oh I was like, my oh my God. God. I thought it was amazing. a wig at first, but then I was like, no, that is her hair that running is, her head. Yup. It was Oof. thick and long. Mm-hmm. It was. She was really pretty. She was so pretty. Really yeah. like cute, 
face and then just yeah. like the hair to match it. Yeah. Um, so Hannah sits with the sister and she says, she asks her like, are you worried about Jed? Like, you know, considering like where he's at with his career, like, and that being with me, he can potentially like, that would take him away, take him away from his music. And the sister, she's just like, I'm very protective over Jed. Like she was not playing around. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm Mm -hmm. very protective over Jed and him falling in love with you. I'm not sure if it's a good thing. And then they like cut away. That pissed me off because I wanted more from this scene. Me too. But uh, without Hannah there. I just wanted to hear all the sister's thoughts. <laughs> yeah, me too. Because I wanted to know if she is protective over Jed because she knows he's going to get stomped on all over the internet and everyone's going to hate him mm. because he has two women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or if he, she's saying that because she like doesn't like Hannah. Yeah. I think it's the uh, former <laughs> that she knows that a lot of shit is probably going to come out about him. And yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if him getting wrapped up in all this is the best thing for my brother. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of mad that they like cut away. It kind of made me feel like there might have been some like dubious Franken editing in this scene. Like, did she actually say, mm. I'm not sure if it's falling in love with you is a good thing or. I don't know. They just cut away, and then, then we never heard anything else from the sister in that scene. Right, yeah. It's very bizarre. Um, but basically, the sister is also not on board, so. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jed sits with his mom, who, you know, she's still ain't buying none of this. She says, mm-hmm. it doesn't at all feel realistic to me, but you're the one living it, so. Talk about mother support. <laughs> I know. she, But she's probably been saying this for years. Mm-hmm. When he's playing this damn guitar, singing with his flat-ass voice. This is just, this is your life, son. You go ahead. You okay, go ahead. you playing at the, the gold doubloon tonight? Okay. Mm-hmm. Doesn't See feel at all realistic to me, but you're the one living it. Like, <laughs> I yep. feel like she could have been talking about so many things in his life. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah, not who he's about to marry. <laughs> right. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah. So he says, you know, I feel like I've fallen in love. And she's flat out. She's like, I'm surprised. Like, I think she's beautiful. Yep. She has a nice personality. But I think this is crazy. Like, (laughs) Mm. and he said, I told, she said to him, like, I told her, she asked me if if she thinks, um, if I think that you were ready for this before going on the show. And he's like, I told her flat out that you were not ready for engagement. Mm Mm-hmm. And the mom in her confessional is just still being honest. She's like, to see him considering all of this is a little surprising. Um, but then was just like, you know, these are the things we do for love. So we kind of just like washed our hands of it, basically. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they they gather back with the family. They Hannah and Jed say their goodbyes. Hannah kind of gives her little final words. The sister, quick zoom in on the sister's face. She does not look very impressed. She's mm-hmm. over this entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Hannah says in her little confessional, like, I did not get the validation I thought I would get. <laughs> um, and their concerns about, you know, his music versus me are valid. So 
She had to admit first. She would be a damn fool to leave there and be like, I don't know where they're talking, why they're so worried about like right. everything that they were saying, their skepticism, their questions about how you're going to juggle this shit with his music career. Like all of it is very valid. And so mm-hmm. she has to mm-hmm. admit that, which she did. And yeah, I would just say overall, like his family, you can tell is way more pro music than they are pro Hannah. Yes. Because right. they're seeing Cause that both of these things can't happen together. So if they had to choose yeah. one or the other, they all seem to be choosing the music for Jed. Music. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. probably because that's what uh, Jed told them mm. when he was packing his bags. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going on this show for my music, so mm-hmm. thanks for the support in that. And now yep. they show up. See you in three weeks. Right. And now he's back six weeks later <laughs> talking about Engage to yeah. this girl. I'm like, yeah. this is not what... <laughs> Oh, God. He's putting his family through the ringer. I know. Um, so, Hannah, yep, she's in her confessional crying. She's all confused. Mm-hmm. This was not the hometown she was expecting of Jed, who started off as the number one seed, and now he yep. has dropped all the way down. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next day, presumably, the next whenever, um, Hannah is standing on a balcony in this long green gown um Mm -hmm. and talking about how she's in a very impossible situation um and she's saying how like she's right there with each of these guys like pretty much neck and neck with all of them Mm -hmm. and doesn't know who the hell is going to go home um what she's going to do who's leading or outweighing the other like everyone is pretty much like even keeled um so we eventually pull up to Bachelor Mansion, and uh, the guys are all standing inside waiting for the roast ceremony. And Hannah, she's off to the side talking with Chris Harrison, telling him again, like, there's no clear front runner in my head. And she's just hoping that when she walks in there, she knows what she's going to do. <laughs> Which is so crazy. Which is wild. Um, so... She walks in. The guys are all waiting there. I loved, loved, loved that they positioned Tyler next to Luke so you can see <laughs> just how minuscule Luke is next to 6'2 or whatever the fuck Tyler, mm-hmm. um, who was just completely towering over him. And so Hannah gives a little speech about hometowns and then goes straight into the roses. First rose goes to Peter. Mm-hmm. Next rose goes to Tyler. Yep. Duh. Yep. And then she obviously has one rose left, and we have mm-hmm. Jed and Luke standing there. Both guys have said, I love you to her, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is interesting because Peter and Tyler have not said it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so the two that dropped yeah. the L bomb are actually the bottom two. <laughs> so the theory of dropping the l-bomb at hometowns actually did not work this season um but yeah it's time for the last rose hannah just looks so nervous and unsure she picks up the final rose she keeps looking around the room she's playing with the rose Mm -hmm. she clearly just doesn't know what she's gonna do and then she eventually just walks out the room um, so in the hallway, she's still holding onto that rose. Chris Harrison asks her, like, what's going on? And she says, you know, I can't make a decision. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. I don't know if I've had the time. And she says, I don't think I've 
I don't think I'm diving in with any of the relationships. I don't know how I'm going to close the door on a relationship that mm-hmm. just isn't done. Like I haven't mm-hmm. dived all the way in to even feel like I can close the door on, on any one of these. Yeah. I feel her on this one though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It made a lot of sense what she was saying. Yeah. 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 Cause and, you probably only had like positive, pretty positive moments up until this, mm-hmm. Unt- unless you're Luke P and then you just get away with whatever you feel like doing. Right. But to have only positive moments, have a meh hometown and then be like, you gotta go feels like almost you're like you're ghosting someone, mm, mm. you know? Yeah. It's just like, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. So I get it. Or you're breaking up with them right when it's like still kind of getting good. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so as she's figuring out her shit, the guys are inside, they're all talking. So Peter, Tyler, and Jed are off to the side, having their Mm -hmm. little boys chat. Mm -hmm. Fucking Luke, who nobody can stand, is off by himself, just standing there. He can talk to Jesus. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, the other three, they're just full on talking shit about (laughs) Luke, (laughs) not even trying to whisper, like... Nope. Peter flat out, nice little Peter was like, there's no way she doesn't see what we don't see. Like, we like oh flat out were just, like, talking shit. Loved it. Yeah. Um, so Hannah with Chris is, Chris Harrison is saying, tonight I don't, tonight I don't think I can see where I've exhausted a relationship with any of them. And so I don't know what I can do. Because that's true. Like, you're sending, you're supposed to be sending home someone who you feel like you've exhausted all the chances. You've, you're ready to close the door and with all of them she just doesn't feel like she's ready although of course all of this sounds crazy because luke is a fucking psychopath who should have been (laughs) gone home (laughs) and jed we know with the context that he ain't shit but even now based off of that hometown he should be going home yeah he should go home yeah Yeah. so i don't know what the hell she's talking about but i mean i kind of i see her point but also with the two that are left it doesn't make sense so Mm -mm. um so hannah heads back in and she says to the guys, you know, every decision I've made up until this point, I've known what I was going to do. And today I can't do that. I can't give out a final rose. So they're all kind of standing there like, what the fuck's happening? Mm-hmm. And then Chris Harrison comes back into the room and he's holding two roses. And Hannah says, you know, I want to continue with all of you. Next rose goes to Luke. Mm-hmm. And she gives one of the two roses to Luke. Jed's face at this point is a complete disbelief, and mm-hmm. he's kind of fucking pissed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can see in his pace, he's like, what is this? Um, and before she calls Jed's name, she kind of, like, smiles at him, and he smiles back, and then he, like, quickly looks down at the ground. Like, he's just, mm-hmm. this is ridiculous. So... Last rose goes to Jed, so now all four guys got a fucking rose. And basically, Jed and Luke were, like, tied for going home, (laughs) essentially. And now they're both staying. So they're kind of getting, like, pity roses in a way. It's like a weird ceremony. It's a weird rose that she was awarded to both of them. Yeah, yeah. And then the fact that Jed went last, I know he was like, wait, what? Yeah, I know he was feeling (laughs) some type of way. Um, so Jed is pissed and mm-hmm. in his confessional is definitely not holding back from saying how he feels. Um, he says, it doesn't feel like I've gotten a rose at all. I can't believe the decision came down to me versus someone who's been a complete scumbag this entire process. Yep. I don't want to be in the same category as him. It feels Oof. like it was a toss up between him and me and well, it was. which it yep. was. Yep. 
And I'm just so unsure about all of this. Um, which, yeah, that fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that fucking sucks. Luke P is somebody who's been riding on everybody's fucking nerves this whole time. Every roast ceremony, you're just hoping and praying he gets to go. And then here's the one where you finally think he's going to go. And it's like, nope, actually, it's come down to the both of you. And I'm going to give mm-hmm. both of you pity roses. Like, what? <laughs> and actually, you were closer to going home, but I didn't feel like it. Right. <laughs> So come get this pity-ass rose. I'm going to pit on your pill. Um, Yeah, and that was the episode, my Mm -hmm. friends. Um, So next week is the week. It is the week of the Jesus still loves me. Yes, (laughs) Preview that we've been getting all season. Um, So next week is Fantasy Suites. They are Mm -hmm. going to Greece. We see Hannah on a boat making out with Peter. We see Hannah in a sauna making out with Tyler. Mm-hmm. And then we see Jed sitting down with Hannah, and he flat out asks, flat out tells her, I need some clarity on Luke. And I'm so ready for that conversation. Yeah, yeah. I'm so ready. I'm shocked that people haven't done it sooner, sooner but I feel like you're always fearful of, one, you get so limited time that you don't want to spend yeah. your time talking about somebody else somebody um, else but also there's like a fear of bringing up anybody else and you looking like a petty you know yeah whatever but yeah. i feel like everybody has been wanting to ask this question to her like i need mm-hmm. clarity on this loop person because i'm starting not to understand how the fuck you're dating him and also dating me <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. um and then we get the whole scene that we've been waiting for luke Telling her about, you know, if you've had sex, I'm going to remove myself from the competition. And then mm-hmm. her whole Jesus still loves me and I fuck somebody in a windmill. So can't wait for that. I know. So excited. So excited. That's next week, guys. We'll mm-hmm. definitely be here to recap that mess. Oh, hell not yeah. wait. Who gets the windmill? Oof. Windmill. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's the episode, guys. We'll be back next yeah. week. Um, don't forget to... Tune into our live stream tonight at 8 p.m. All the details are in the description box. Um, And as always, rate, review, subscribe. Hit us up on Twitter, email, Facebook. Tag us in your story. Share us with the world. Um, Yeah, all that good stuff. See you next week. That's it. Yep. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.